Are your services world-class? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified for future episodes. And feel free to leave a review as well. Well, today's episode deals with 13 Commandments of a Tennis Coach, and this is number 11, and it starts like this. Avoid the claim world-class in your marketing materials. Price your classes with margins that make sense for your business. Pricing classes that are overly discounted or making claims that are out of line with the value you offer lack integrity and feed senseless ego. There are 7.4 billion people living on the planet and approximately a few hundred humans on the earth who have a world-class tennis game. Be comfortable, confident, and realistic in your claims in the marketplace. Well, I don't know what it is about the tennis industry, but this world class gets thrown around a lot. And, you know, let's talk about a little bit. What does it take to be world class in anything? Well, I think, first of all, you probably in tennis, the good news is it comes with a ranking, right? So it's really easy to kind of see the hierarchy of where you are. So if you have an ATP, let's just use the men's ranking, for instance. If you have an ATP ranking, there's more than likely you're world-class. Now, I did reference if you're top 200 in the world. So I just looked at the 2019 prize money earnings as of October 2019. And at 199 is James Ward, who's making, who's already made $167,000 so far. He's made 157K in singles and 10K in doubles. So he would be considered world-class, but if you kind of break down the numbers here a little bit, he's going to get taxed on that. He has to pay for airfare. He has to pay for coaching. So by the time this is all done, he may have $50,000 in his pocket if he doesn't mind staying at really cheap discounted hotels. And he's really being resourceful with the food he eats when he travels on the road. Now, let's also think about just goods and services and processes that are ranked by consumers and industry experts to be considered the best of the best. So we're talking world-class. So you need global distribution. You have to be recognized in the industry by your peers as world-class. And you also should be recognized by your consumers, your customers as world-class. What would be a, a good example? Maybe BMW puts out a world-class engineered automobile. It's recognized for its excellence. They have mass production, and it's consumed a lot by consumers. So I have a little bit of cognitive dissonance when I walk by the local park, and you see this a lot, and they're offering world-class tennis instruction. All right, let's just amuse ourselves for a second and see if that's the case. What unique do you have to offer? Is Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, have you somehow touched people within this stratosphere? And 
contributed to their results or even in the top 200? Do you have any juniors that you teach? You know, you can stretch the world-class paradigm, but I don't know what it is about our industry. Everybody wants to be world-class. And you see this a lot in Florida. You'll see a lot of parents who just move their kids down to Florida with the dream of becoming world-class tennis pros. And it's really hard. I mean, just think about the numbers here, the outliers. There's over 7 billion people on the planet. And you can see the guy who's making 200 in the world who has phenomenal skills and work ethic is barely eking out a living that you could earn at any middle-class job. Heck, you could work at the post office and make that kind of money. Now, you're not going to get the international travel and all that benefit, but you kind of get the idea here of becoming a world-class athlete, somebody who's top 100 in the world and makes their living doing something. Be cautious when you see a tennis pro or a club start claiming world-class status. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, you're not falling for that. But it's interesting, the psychology of someone who would think that. Now, I know this has been kind of a very critical episode. So I'm going to give you a tennis coach with world-class credentials. For example, Nick Boletari. He's probably coached 10 number one players in the world and literally hundreds of players who've played on the tour. And he's done it for decades. Nick Boletari has world-class credentials. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified of our daily episodes. And of course, if you live in Miami and you're an amateur tennis player, sign up for our group tennis lessons on Monday and Tuesday nights in Coconut Grove. I'm Brian Lutz. Thanks for listening to Find Your Aha Moment. That's when